Hello and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready and Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is March 5th, 2021. The time is about... 3.30 3.30 p.m. Ready and Newman PC does conduct conference calls every single day. For those people who are in the conference call, if you want to ask any question, please press star 6 to ask questions. You'll be announced with your last four digits of your phone number to ask the question. 9036, you have a question for us. Hi, Rahul. Thank you very much for taking my question. Um, I have a question regarding your priority date. So um, I filed my uh, EB3 downgrade in uh, 2020, October 2020. Um, mm-hmm. And see, uh, once my uh, 140s approved, and if at some point I join another employer on, on that green card EAD, and mm-hmm. priority date was to become current at some point next, I mean, this year, what do I need from my so. old employer? Nothing. You don't need anything. Um, you always can, you know, sometimes when, uh, when you want to file an adjustment, of, when you want to file a 485 day supplement with a new employer, what they ask is a copy of the labor certification so that they are, the new company lawyer want to take and look at it sometimes. I would like to take and look at it just to make sure I'm not conflicting with any of the statements made before. But you don't have to get it from the employer. You can go to U.S. Type in USCIS FOIA. If you type in and Freedom of Information Act FOIA USCIS, you can fill that thing out and ask a copy of the I-140 petition. You will get everything there. And once you have that, that's it. Nothing else is required. Okay. So I don't like. I don't have to be on his payroll or anything at the time of the interview, or I don't need any offer letter from him, right? No, if you if you are working right now for the company and then you move to a different company, you move to a different company, okay? You move to a different yeah. company, then you don't need to worry about it. You're good. Okay. You, okay. you don't have to be payroll on this company, but you need to be payroll of some company. Got it. Okay. And they must have filed for 85J supplement for you. Okay. That, that's all pretty much we need at the time of interview, right? You're right. If there is any. We're hoping that the new government will take the interview off. 0542, you have a question for us. Hello, Rahul Aru. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. You just muted yourself, yeah. uh, 0542. Yeah. Go ahead, sir. Sure. Uh, Aru, thank you for taking time. Uh, my situation is, <clears throat> I filed my uh, I-485 in October 2020. Mm-hmm. My priority date is uh, uh, April 2011, uh, mm-hmm. EB2 straight. And mm-hmm. uh, I have received uh, I have received my green card EAD and uh, uh, the combo card uh, two days ago. Good for you. Um, yeah. 
my situation is uh, as of December 31st, my project ended um, at the client side, and my mm-hmm. employer who filed my um, green card, I mean, my sponsoring employer, mentioned he, they would withdraw my H1B petition after the green card. And you so, told me the bad news right now. Uh, okay. Uh, so I just, uh, my 60-day period ended on March 1st, Rahul uh, Garu. And I did receive my EAD right now. I'm still without a project. Um, I just wanted to check with you what are my options here. You have to leave the country. Because your 485 is not valid if you don't have a job offer. If you uh, lose the job opportunity within 180 days after you file, the adjustment of status, that adjustment of status is automatically denied. So your EAD is no longer valid. You are not an H-1B because you already crossed the 60-day limit. You need to leave the country. Oh, um, I was under uh, the impression that I could use the EAD and uh, get the project now. No, because EAD is not valid. And And... and Okay. I, I did call the, the sponsoring employer as soon as I received the EAD two days ago, and, and um, they were kind of saying that uh, they will not be able to do the H-1 because I caused the grace period, but they could use the EAD to find me a project and I can get back on their payroll. You need to you need to have a consultation with the lawyer rather than having this one-minute things, okay? okay? Okay. It's a very serious matter what you have, and, and I can't answer you in one minute. 9916, you have a question for us. Yeah. Uh, hi, Rahul. Thanks for uh, taking time. I hope you can hear me, right? I can. Yeah. So, Rahul, I am uh, on L1A visa, and uh, I have already completed more than six years in U.S. Uh, I just wanted to know if, if a different employer uh, wants to file H1 for me, when can I join that employer? So do I have to, like, exit U.S. and come back and then possibly join them if at all my H-1 gets approved and picked in the lottery? Um, you can, you can, if you, if you, you can apply for a change of status from L-1 to H-1B. That is the best strategy. Don't apply the counselor processing, okay? And once your H-1B gets approval, you will come to know since the premium processing is there, um, then you are supposed to join them on October 1st. If by any chance you don't want to join them on October 1st, there are ways to switch back to Visa even though you got the approval of H-1B. You can go to Mexico, have a margarita, and come back, and you are an L1. And guess what? You can go to Mexico, have another margarita, come back and switch to H- H1B. You can keep switching by having margaritas. You got my point? Yeah, I, I got your point, uh, Rahul. And I, I just have one quick question. So uh, my uh, so basically uh, my, my green card is, is actually applied as well, uh, but it was applied with I-140 and adjustment of status in October together. So let's say mm-hmm. if I want to switch uh, to a different employer, so do I have to first, you know, so the, the six months gets applied after I-140 approval or, or? No, six months after you file the adjustment of status, not after the I-140 is approved. So and if, it, if I-140, yeah. 
let me also is that eb1c or eb2 to eb3 downgrade i140 that you filed e, e, eb1c okay there is no premium processing for i140 keep going with the question yeah so 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 my question was only that that i i can only switch once my i1 let's say my i140 gets approved in april then i can switch to a different employer using uh, i485j uh, supplement right you're right. Be... you're right okay it'll be 6 okay, months yeah. from october but there's one problem for you though one problem for you is that the i140 may not be approved in april it may take even a one more year time from now on that's a problem i see i see yeah all right thank you so much raul thank you then. um the next caller is 5166 you have a question for us yeah uh, hi rahul uh, this is kranti um uh, first of all thanks for uh, hosting this call and uh, my question is like uh, my extension was filed with uscs on august 12 uh, 2020 and i got mm-hmm. rfe on january 15th uh, 2021 mm-hmm. uh, on january on january 29th my case got converted to premium by my employer uh, without checking the exact status of mine mm-hmm. and uh, uh, i under later i got rfe details and uh, we responded to uscs on february 17th 2021 mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. case status has been changed like uh, rfe response uh, has been received okay okay uh, after one week of that that means like on february 25th my case status changed to as approved under email emailed approval notice okay. i felt uh, happy i felt happy with that uh, uh, status change but on the next immediate day on february 26th again my case status updated uh, uh, st- stating that rfe response received so after 26th onwards i didn't see any case status change and uh, i'm not sure uh, which case status i need to consider whether it's approved or else uh, uh, rfe response received i am in uh, 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 fully confused did your, state, uh, uh, did your company get the approval notice in email you mean like a courtesy uh, email approval right that is right yeah uh, mine is filed in premium after uh, you, uh, you uh, did not answer my question did your yes, company have, re- uh, no did your company received approval notice in the email yes or no not yet thank you so most probably so what a, it is a, it is a database error that one day you might have seen that it's been approved i do not want you to take that seriously right now wait until your case is adjudicated right now just think it as if that it's rfe has been just been received by the rfe response has been received by uscis okay uh one thing i would like to uh, intimate here is like uh, rahul uh i have received a uh, email approval uh, from my employer which is uh, holding like uh, my name my case number and the duration of the uh, 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 petition so that's like a email plain email which is stating that courtesy email uh, of approval from the premium processing center 
So when I asked you whether you received, the, whether your employer received the approval or not, two times you gave an answer, not I'm, yet. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in uh, confusion. Approval means like email approval as a documentation. Okay, I, I don't know, man. I, 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 that's very confusing to me because I asked you two times and you said, I don't know how to ask that question again. Um, 5174. Just hold on for one week. You will receive the notification either way. 5174, you have a question for us. Hi, Rahul. How are you? Good. Hey, uh, we received an I-485 notice uh, on December 1st, and we are waiting for the biometrics, and it's been a three months. So do you have any knowledge of that uh, should we expect anytime soon or why do you need uh, are you from india which country you're from india why do you need biometrics right now uh that's what the email shows uh when when i know but, uh, but came from why do, why are you so curious about biometrics what is the importance oh, of I the biometrics i thought that the next next step was the <laughs> no that was the next that step. is the okay. ste- that is the step before you get the green card your priority date is not current. Card. Only filing, only filing date is current. So why do you need biometrics? Okay. I don't know why people are paranoid about biometrics. <laughs> it doesn't okay. do anything. Okay. Your EAD and advance parole is not linked with it. Your I-140 is not linked with it. If you want to change okay. the company to another company, you can change it without, without biometrics after six months. The only thing you need biometrics is for them to issue a green card. And they cannot okay. issue the green card right now because the priority date is not current for you. Priority date is not current. Okay. And so there was one more question. If I were the officer, yes. there are one million people uh-huh. waiting for the biometrics. You are the last person that I'm going to send biometrics for. Okay. Okay. I, I got it. Yes, sir. Uh, there was one more question. Uh, we filed uh, our, our EAD card, and you filed it, I guess, around uh, January. So should we mm-hmm. received a uh, re- receipt for that too for EAD card? Um, I would say that they are right now touching the December first week. So we may receive it in a. In, they're getting much faster though than compared yeah. to what they were okay. before. They're catching up. Okay. Okay. Um, Nine eight eight eight. You have a question for us. Yeah. Hi, hi, Rahul. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, Rahul, my, I filed my 485 in uh, 2018, August, and EB3 India, and I completed my interview on June uh, 11th of 2019, and after they said I, I should receive my green card in two weeks, but till now I haven't received. Uh, I inquired through uh, both congressmen and senators, and I got a response mm-hmm. from them in last September saying that they are still working on it. And the prior date is current. Sue the yeah. USCIS. Take them to court. That's the only thing that you can do. Okay. If you're interested in, I want you to make an appointment with Stephen Brown in our office. That is the okay. right guy for us to do it. Okay. Okay. I will reach. I will. I will contact you. And also, like last yeah. June, I changed the employer. Do I need to file a supplemental J for that one when I change the employer? Yeah, you have to file a supplemental J for for that. Okay, okay. You have to file it. Okay. I will contact your office, uh, Rahul. Thank you. Okay. The next caller is going to be uh, 1956. You have a question for us. Hello, Rahul Dar. Can you hear me? I can. 
so I have uh, one conflict with my uh, fingerprint uh, biometrics. I have uh, applied mm-hmm. for uh, 485 in October, uh, but also mm-hmm. last year, May, I have applied for H4 EAD, and uh, I have withdrawn, uh, withdrawn that H4 EAD uh, in uh, October last year uh, when I applied for 485. I got a notice mm-hmm. that H4 EAD was withdrawn, but I received mm-hmm. a biometrics this uh, March 8th for uh, H4 EAD and March 13th no. for... No, so you mean to say you got the biometrics for H4, not H4 EAD, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. right, right, right. You're right. Yeah, H4. So, uh, so, so the, let me understand one thing. On the hmm? record, the H4 has not been withdrawn then. No, so oh, I is, want... I, because I received a said, notice saying that it was withdrawn successfully. I received even a paper notice saying that it was withdrawn. The H4 or H4 EAD? They're both, two different things. Both, both, both were. Okay. Uh, both, I got two separate notices saying that both were uh, withdrawn. <laughs> they send biometrics to the people that don't need it. They're wasting their time. Okay. Yeah. So now what, what my question is, I have biometrics scheduled for my 485 as well uh, for March uh, 16th. So if I... If I call USCIS, I mean, these guys to cancel my uh, no, March 8th, don't, don't I, I, don't want, no. I don't want to jeopardize my go for both the things. Go for both the things. Yeah, but I mean, if I go for both the things, then uh, will, will it um, affect my H-1B status right now, which I am in, and I don't want to go to the H-4? If, if by any chance H-4 is approved, most probably EAD will be approved too. One thing. Second thing I, is I that I, can, I, I, got, I got the point. I, mm-hmm. You already have a EAD right now? Yeah, I, I got the 485 EAD. Right, right. Mm-hmm. The reason is that I, if, if you cancel this, they cancel that, and sometimes they're denying the I-485 application because people are canceling the uh, biometrics. I don't want to take right. any chances, though. If by any chance right. you get into H4, I can get you back in H1B. In two days' time, as long as you're trying, you're willing to go for me to Mexico and have some margarita and come back at your expenditure. Right, right. I mean, I can drive. Yes, I can drive to Mexico and come back. The oh, okay. I know so you far. may have to fly. You may have to fly oh, okay. because of the COVID restrictions. So as long as you're willing to do it, I'm willing to take risk. I don't want to take any risk on 485. Period. Right. Yeah. The problem is like for H4 EAD fingerprinting is. Uh, and uh, before uh, H4, I mean, I got the point, but yeah. as yeah, I yeah. said to you, Sridhar, I mm-hmm. don't want to take any risk. If necessary, I'll spend extra money for Rahul to go to Mexico and have Margarita and come back. Okay? okay. But okay. I don't want to take any risk. That's me. If you're different, let me know. Yeah, so uh, you want me to just go for both? Go for both the things. Uh, caller from Houston, hometown, 5565. Uh, hi, Rahul. Good afternoon. Uh, it may be a basic question. I have my approved I-140 with the employer A. Now I am moving to employer B. So in that case, the employer B needs to repeat the entire process or not. Did you, what is your priority date? Uh, I mean, it's, it's uh, 2018, June. The employer B does not need to file an I-140 for you to extend the H-1B not only the first time, but the second time, third time, fourth time, forever. The employer B, you don't need employer B's I-140 approval to move to employer C or employer D from there and to employer E. You don't need the I-140 approval 
for getting your wife's EAD from employer B. The current e, uh, I-140 is good enough. Why do you need employer B's I-140? Because the by that only time, time that because... you need is that, the only time you need is that if the priority date becomes current and you are with employer B, he cannot file additional status using employer A's I-140. Okay. That is the reason why you need it. And with yes. things changing, who knows? Believe me, I have gone so many times wrong in predicting the priority date. And believe me, I have gone so many times in predicting the law too, when it changes. So that's where the things will come up. Like, you know, so you, may, you got the point, is right? Um, the next question is going to be 5179. Your question for us. Hi, hi Rahul. Thanks for taking my question. So uh, right now I am working full-time for Employer A, and due to family issues, I might have to travel to India, and mm -hmm. also I have to get my H-1B staff being taken care of. But uh, mm -hmm. meanwhile, I got another job offer from Employer B, and they mm -hmm. are initiating my H-1B transfer process in another week or so. So just wanted mm -hmm. to check if uh, I can travel with another petition and pending status or if what if my visa uh, application gets approved uh, before I enter the United States, then what are the risks, risks associated? Okay, when would you change the employer? When do you plan to change the employer? Let's assume everything goes uh, according mm -hmm. Yeah, so I am planning to change the employer after coming to the United States. Uh, I have to give a two-week notice to my current employer, and then I want to change. So as long um, as they, I'm... Uh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So one hmm. problem is that there is one thing. Will the approval happen while you're outside the country? Or will the approval, mm -hmm. if the approval happens before or while you're outside the country, okay? okay. When you come back, mm -hmm. you cannot go to mm -hmm. employer B unless mm -hmm. you are willing to go to Mexico and fly back. The Margarita formula that I say, it's called automatic okay. revalidation. Even though you have a stamping okay. with employer A, you can fly to Mexico, you can show them the H1B approval with employer B and come back, okay? That's one way of doing it. If okay. the extension is approved after you enter into United States, mm -hmm. okay, then, then you don't have a problem. Okay. You can join employer B without going out to Mexico. Okay. Okay. Sounds you got good. it? And uh, one, more yeah, uh, one more clarification, sorry. So I have another trip planned on, uh, on May. So uh, by May, I will be changing the employer, uh, changing my employer to employer B. So uh, mm -hmm. can I travel using the old stamping or uh, with employer you A? You can or use the, the old stamping. Go? You can use the old okay. stamping. To, uh, you can mm -hmm. use the old stamping to, to, to come back uh, into this one. 
But when you come back, though, you always should show mm-hmm. the H-1B approval of the new, new H-1B. Not the, you okay. can't just okay. walk into United States and show them the H-1B okay. with the company A and get a 984, then it's a violation. Mm-hmm. You have to show them the H-1B approval of company B, and your I-94 should be mm-hmm. issued until the expiration of the company B. And you make sure once you come into the country, you make sure you check it very mm-hmm. carefully because if there is any problem, mm-hmm. we can fix it easily, immediately, but not at a later date. Mm-hmm. The next caller is going to be 6149. Hey Rahul, uh, this is Sumit here. Uh, actually, my uh, wife's H4 uh, extension we have placed uh, on last October end. And mm-hmm. then after that, I did not receive any biometric as of now, uh, a biometric appointment. Uh, her uh, extension also, uh, her uh, visa also expired. Now, she has to go, she have to go to India. Uh, so, can she go India without biometric? So, she is... She applied for H4 plus EAD. She is going no, for biometric. No, sorry, sorry, she does not have any EAD. normal H4. Uh, her extension is in process. Uh, she did not when receive is, when any is her, When is her H4 expiring? Expi- already expired. She doesn't need to worry about biometrics because once she leaves the country, though, she cannot come back without stamping. So once she goes there, she doesn't need the H4 approval to get the stamping. She shows the H1B approval and come back. It doesn't matter. You don't need biometrics. Okay. She doesn't need biometrics. Okay. So, so, so actually, I have my H1 already approved. So, if I go of India course. and mm-hmm. she can uh, stamp with my H1, right? Absolutely. She doesn't need any H4 okay. approval to get the stamping. I came here and 28 years ago on a H4 visa. I never had a H4 approved. I just used my wife's H1B to apply for H4. Nothing has changed in 28 years. Okay. Thank you. Thank. That's what I wanted to confirm. So, so if he, if he uh, does not receive the biometric, it's okay. He can still travel. Yeah. Absolutely. No problem, sir. The next caller is going to be 8372. You have a question for us. Yes, sir. Thank you for taking time. Uh, I am on marriage-based conditional green card, and this is going to expire next week. I have applied mm-hmm. for uh, conditions removal. So can I continue my employment without... I-751 receipt? Yikes. Oh, man. (laughs) You know what? Check with us next week. We may actually release a video on this delays and and, uh, work authorization I-9 requirement. Okay. Uh, this is a very okay. serious topic, though. Okay. Okay? okay. We'll try to make a video. We're saying, otherwise, you come to next week's conference call. I'm not prepared for this one. Uh, you know, this conference call is good. You know, it educates me. But right now, I don't have the education. I'll get an answer. If not, I will release a video. Watch for the YouTube from our okay. office. Currently, I've applied. I've heard that there are a lot of delays in receiving the recipe. So, I don't know if I continue. I'm pretty aware of that. Okay. I'm pretty happy. Okay. That's the reason we wanted to release a video on it. Okay, I will wait to see then. Uh-oh, I didn't get my answer. I'll wait to see the problem. Sorry about that. Uh, 5324, you have a question for us. 
hi sir. Uh, I am currently on my 60-day grace period on my hedge fund. Uh, I found a new employer. So my grace period started on February 1st. And I found mm-hmm. a new employer and they applied for my hedge fund on February 8th. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got an RFE on the case and uh, currently the RFE is being answered. Uh, mm-hmm. So, uh, but the problem is because I'll work for a government organization, they will uh, not start me without the approval and after the H1 approval, they want me to uh, wait for another 3-4 weeks for their own background verification, so which may mm-hmm. go beyond my 60-day grace period. So is that okay? It's not okay, but what options we have? Uh, so, I mean, uh, will I be out of status by the time? You may be out of status, but you can cure your out of status by going to Mexico and coming back, and uh, that will cure your out of status though. After you get a job and everything, you can go to Mexico uh-huh. and come back to cure your out of status. Uh, so, uh once the hedge fund is approved, I have to be on a job, right? If otherwise, I'll have to go to Mexico is what you're no, saying. Uh, no, no, no. I did not say that you have to move to Mexico. What I'm telling is that if you lose the job and you don't join another job within 60 days, you're considered to be not in legal. Uh, you're considered to be out of status. And mm-hmm. this particular company wants you to be employed after 60 days or whatever time they take it and they employ you. Um, uh, then, I'm, uh, I mean, once the H1 is approved, I am employed to them, correct? You're telling that they're going to wait until 30 days after that? Uh, currently, it's, uh, we have submitted for the RFE, so probably the RFE decision may come in next week. So, so when would you join the company? Let's say the decision uh, comes on March 15th. When would you join them? Probably uh, April 12th. When did you left the previous company? Jan 31st. Jan 31st, uh, February 31st, uh, February. So you're, you're crossing the 60 days, though. Oh, okay. It's it's not okay, but there are ways to cure it. I would recommend that you contact a lawyer for it, okay? Okay, all right. I'll take the last caller, guys. It's almost 4 o'clock. Uh, the last caller is going to be 1497. Hello, uh, thank you for taking these questions. Um, uh, so this is for a friend. Actually, he's in a kind of a situation, and uh, I had seen your article uh, regarding the situation. It was regarding the F1 relocations. So mm-hmm. he has his F1 solutions. Yeah, one of those companies. Uh, and but the thing is, he's working and he has a legal status here. His stem got approved by USCIS. So the thing mm-hmm. is, uh, the employer is filing for his H1 right now. And mm-hmm. he's in a fix because he doesn't have any long-term plans, but uh, he has his stem approved till uh, next year, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. So he's kind of in a fix um, whether to get H1. So will he? Will, will there be issues while applying for H1 or? Um, it yeah, it may. It may. These people are getting detained, or they're been getting charged, and the problem is that this problems are then poking into the green cards that they're applying in Canada and Australia. So it would be better that this guy doesn't apply the H-1B completely and leave to uh, Canada or Australia because it may poke, you're poking into USCIS 
what can you do i am not caught right so uh, basically, so, so when, when you're like, yeah, so uh, like I was, I filled my H1 last week, uh, last year with the company. So in the questionnaire itself, um, there's a question generally from the law firm saying, uh, is your visa been revoked in the past? So obviously, definitely the lawyer, law firm will uh, update the employer about it, right? And he might get terminated yeah. as well from the job which he's having. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And uh, I would, yeah, I would. Yeah, as you mm-hmm. said, uh, so are these individuals facing issues uh, with uh, Australia? Yeah, yeah, a lot of issues. A lot of issues. Okay. We need to discuss with the lawyers separately. Uh, thank you guys for coming. The next conference call will be t- uh, on Mond- Monday. Uh, don't forget that we do have a, 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 a live session that is on Sunday, 3 to 4 p.m. Central Time. You can watch it on the YouTube. Just type in Rahul Reddy Immigration. Um, you will see that uh, on TV Asia um, every Sunday uh, between uh, 3 to 4. There are not as many callers like here, so you can join there if you want to on Sunday. Thank you guys for coming in. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.